Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're starting a new parak today, Parak Tadvav, the 15th chapter of Mesila Isharim, titled Bitarchei Kniyat HaPirishut. How do we acquire this Midah of Pirishut? What motivations can we give ourselves? Staying away from the things that keep us from having Pirishut. So we have to think about what brings us closer to Pirishut. What can motivate us? What can guide us and help us in achieving this Midah, this character trait of Pirishut? So Ramachal says, Hine, behold. What's the best way to acquire prishut, separating oneself from the permitted things in this world? If he looks at, he pays attention to the how garua, how lowly are the pleasures of this world. How little they are, how small they are, inherently, intrinsically. And all the bad things that can come from these from these pleasures of this world. So first of all, how lowly they are. And number two, I mean inherently, how they're insignificant, these pleasures of this world. And number two, how they can bring a person to bad things and to, to Averot and other uh, bad situations. And he's going to explain, uh, Ramchal is going to explain when he's going to give an example. So, Kine. Behold, So this is a very important question Ramchal asks. What brings a person, what's the source, what's the spark that gets a person going when it comes to these Tanugot, these pleasures of this world? What gets a person going? What gets a party, person started so much that now he needs all the strength and tricks to separate himself? It's what a person sees with his eyes and is drawn in by that, is seduced by that. And they are tricked, they are seduced by what their eyes see. It's good, it's, it's pleasant, it's tasty, seemingly. That's what draws a person towards these material, physical pleasures of this world that a person who wants to excel in Prishud has to separate him or herself from. So very interesting, Ramchal says, he proves it by showing that this is the, this was the, the, what seduced the original sin, what caused Adam HaRishon, or really Chava, to cause the, to commit the original sin in, um, in Gan Eden. So what was that? As the Pasuk says, so the woman saw that the tree was good to eat. It was pleasurable to look at. It was desirous to see. It was a very uh, beautiful tree. It was very desirous, something that they liked very much. It was something that they, she coveted, she desired to have. And she took from the fruit and she ate it. So where did it start from? It started with her seeing. She saw how pleasant these things seemed to be, how pleasurable it seemed to be, this etz, this tree that she eventually ate from, and eventually that led to the first sin. So I'm saying that all the other sins that come afterwards that relate to the physical pleasures of this world, they all relate to what we see and what we look at. However, once a person sees that this quote-unquote tov, this quote-unquote good that he perceives is kozev lagamri, it's complete falsehood, it's, it's, it's a lie. 
It's imagining, it's imagination, the good that he sees in that food or in that other desire that he has. Has no legs to stand on, it doesn't last. The Harabah, but what about the negative parts of these things? What about the, the, the evil within these things? Amiti, it's either true, it's either there, or at least it's coming soon. It's really going to come. Certainly, certainly, he'll find it to be disgusting and he won't want it. Once he or she realizes that the thing that, he see, that they see, this permitted thing in this world, that it's really the evil is much more real than the true than the benefit. The the danger is much greater than the pleasure. So then certainly the item becomes distasteful to them. They're gonna to want to stay away from it. That's how a person acquires this midah prishut. So this is what a person has to train oneself, has to teach his intellect, train oneself. To recognize the weakness of these enjoyable things in this world, and the falsehood that comes from them or that, that, they, that is in them. So he doesn't, then he's going to naturally come to want to reject these things. And it won't be hard for him to distance himself, to send these things away from him. Okay, so this is all abstract, theoretical, it's a little bit hard to relate to. But Aram Chal is going to give a very practical example of, to apply this concept. So behold, let's talk about the pleasure of food. It's the most, you can feel it the most, you taste it literally, it's the most sensual, the food that a person eats. It's very clear, it's very, his senses pick it up very, very quickly. There's something that gets lost, that gets consumed, that gets uh, that goes away more than the food. It's the amount of time that it's in his throat, the small amount of time that's in that it's in his his mouth, then it goes into the his uh, esophagus. That's the amount of time that he really has pleasure from this. Once it's past his throat and it's in his intestines. His stomach, his internals, whatever. It's gone, it's forgotten. Who remembers the food anymore? He'll be just as equally full, satisfying. Fat in ducks and uh, uh, poultry and you know, delicious, delicious foods. If he eats some, some bread made from coarse flour. If he ate enough. At the end of the day, is he full? Yeah. Whether he fancy, delicious, wonderful delicacies, or he ate very, very plain, simple food. Either way, he's going to be full, he's going to be full. All the more so, if he thinks about the illness, the disease, that can come from a person from excessive eating, or from eating unhealthy foods. At least, even if there's no, we know the disease, the heaviness that he feels after he eats, the cloudiness that comes into his thinking after he has a heavy meal, even if he doesn't have long-term negative consequences, but even the short-term negative consequences, those by itself should be enough for him to realize the loneliness of the material pleasures from the food. 
So because of all these things, he thinks about these things, he reflects about these things, certainly he's not going to want to have this this food. The good that he sees, it's temporal, it's fleeting, it's gone. There's no really substantive to the good. But the bad, the evil, is real. It's there. It can have short-term consequences, long-term consequences, but it's really there. So when a person thinks about that the pleasures of this world, then the dangers and the risks are much greater than the benefits. And the pleasure is fleeting, but the risks are real and they can last. That's what enables a person and strengthens a person to accomplish this midah of Prishu. Bezorah will continue on the next year more about how to um, acquire this midah of Prishu and stay away from the things that distance ones from it. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol